local talk is back in the valley. It's the conversation you've missed. The Mike Douglas Show. Weekdays at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome to the Mike Douglas Show here on this beautiful Thursday afternoon in California's Central Valley. Thank you so much for joining us. Mike Douglas here, always privileged and honored to serve as your concierge for conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show, 3 to 4 p.m. Monday through Friday here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. As you recall, we began this week with a, a wonderful time of, of listening to the three quarters of the speech of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. that took place on August 28, 1963, there in front of the Lincoln Memorial. And uh, we, we heard things we don't normally hear. We're very familiar with the I Have a Dream uh, part of the speech, which was really roughly the last third. But we had a great time of, of going through that first two-thirds and picking out wonderful nuggets of wisdom from Dr. King. And uh, as many of you know, uh, several of us pastors gather on a weekly basis on Wednesdays around noon to pray for each other, to pray for the city, to pray for you. And uh, yesterday, I had a conversation with uh, Reverend Dr. Darius Crosby, longtime pastor in, in our area, and uh, Pastor Darius related a wonderful story that I found inspirational, and I said, my friend, I, I really would love it if you would share that with our radio audience. So, uh, Pastor Darius Crosby, welcome to the show today. Thanks for uh, taking some time to be with us. Thank you, sir. Thanks for the invitation. I feel privileged and blessed to be among you guys today. Pastor Darius, would you share the story that, that you shared yesterday? Uh, it's just, I, I think, has uh, uh, some, some depth to it that I would just like our listening audience to hear. Yes. So this story is actually rooted in my own testimony I was in grammar school uh, down in Monroe, Louisiana, when I heard words spoken by the late Reverend Dr. Martin Luther King, Jr. that would later be a part of my own testimony in this life. As African-Americans, my family's heritage is made up of Irish, Nigerian, and Cherokee. Dr. King spoke of a man who had been beaten up by life and cast on the highway of desolation and defeat. With me, it would be two tragic incidents of dehumanization by unscrupulous men wearing badges, emblems of peace, that would twist my own view of my life into a long and, I would say, desolate corridor. It would become a dead-end street with no exit sign. The man in Dr. King's view on that evening that I heard when I was in elementary school this man's backstory capsulizes a time in my life when I was ready to throw in the towel, if you will, because I felt that I had done everything that my parents had taught me in keeping the four pillars of foundational integrity in place in my life. I had at no time ever stepped outside of this foundation. And these four pillars were love and honor for God, love and honor for family, number three, education, and number four, untainted respect for law enforcement. As I did, this man even challenged God in his desperation. A man who was always amazed at the glory of God's creation, and he was always captivated by the stars in the sky at night. But on this auspicious night, he, as I did, walked out into the darkness in pain and in defeat and gazed up at the stars, those babes that decked the heavens like swinging lanterns of eternity. But he, looking up, in total defeat, he groaned, these stars shine from their cold, serene, and passionate height, totally indifferent to the joys and sorrows of man. But the Spirit of Almighty God rose up in him and said, Oh, no, for these, behind these swinging lanterns of eternity, lies a purpose 
that embraces the whole of mankind. And that is a God concerned about his children, all of his children, black, white, red, yellow, and brown. And having only Adam and Eve created to start humanity, not one of 7.8 billion of us on this planet come less than 70th cousins to each other. Whenever you feel discouraged, I was told, and downtrodden by the weight of this present world, be reminded, you were made for the stars, all of us, created for the everlasting and born for eternity. You can make a difference that will bring glory and not shame to his matchless name, and we will. God bless each of you. Reverend Dr. Darius Crosby. Darius, nothing to add to that. So powerful. Uh, I know you uh, you have a lot on your your plate today. Thank you so much for sharing that with us, and uh, God bless you, my friend. It's been uh, a joy in my life to get to know you. I've learned from you, and uh, just uh, so much appreciate the God, the way that God has used you in our community over the years to uh, not only bless the community, but also to inspire uh, many of us who are colleagues of yours. So uh, thank you, my brother. I appreciate that very much. Thank you so much, and the feeling is mutual, my friend and brother. All right, Reverend Dr. Darius Crosby, uh, powerful thoughts there, don't you think? Uh, uh, so much appreciate that. <laughs> and, and it wasn't that a wonderful uh, metaphor about uh, the guy that was just beaten and downtrodden, uh, looking up in the sky, looking up at those stars, uh, seeing those swinging lanterns of eternity and thinking that the force behind that was indifferent to mankind. The lesson we learned was, oh, no, no, no. Uh, very, very interested in what's happening with mankind, regardless of of skin color. So, Pastor Darius Crosby, thank you so much for sharing that with us today. You're listening to The Mike Douglas Show here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Uh, Just uh, a quick note here, a follow-up to a story that we've been following. You remember the, the... tragic and violent death of that young lady, Brianna Kupfer, in the Hancock Park area of Los Angeles. As you may have heard today, they have arrested a suspect uh, in that uh, that murder. And it's very interesting to me that I, I love to see the way this works. It's when the community partners with law enforcement, and through that partnership, uh, the wheels of justice begin to spin the way they are supposed to spin. So apparently several people were uh, driving in Old Town, Pasadena. You ever been there? When I, was, uh, when I was an officer in Southern California way back when, uh, Old Town, Pasadena wasn't such a great place. In fact, it had disintegrated uh, a lot. There was a lot of drugs, a lot of prostitution. And credit to the planners, the city uh, fathers and mothers in the city of Pasadena, they, they really recreated Old Town to be a wonderful place. In fact, uh, I have a brother-in-law that lived for a while in that area and uh, worked nearby. But anyway, uh, in Old Town, Pasadena, apparently... The suspect in the stabbing of, uh, of Brianna Kupfer, a uh, person matching that description, was seen in Old Town, Pasadena. Several reports say uh, possibly on a, uh, a bus bench. And one of the uh, citizens that called in said he had a, a black hoodie on. He had on, like, dark sweatpants. He had a backpack, a black backpack that was very similar to the one I've seen in images and so several callers apparently called in. And uh, the, the suspect, Sean Smith, and, and this spawns a question for me. What are we afraid to do that we need to do regarding the homeless issues we're dealing with today? This man, who apparently is homeless, this violent man, has an extensive criminal history. 
uh, between California and the Carolinas. He's been arrested for vandalism and trespassing, weapons charges. Uh, He has quite uh, a rap sheet, so to speak. And yet there he is out on the streets and violently took the life of this beautiful 24-year-old student named Brianna Kupfer, who was working at a furniture store by herself in Hancock Park. Apparently, she had tweeted that somebody suspicious uh, that was uh, causing her some concern was, was in the store, and not 15 minutes later, apparently, a customer. Uh, she said she had a bad vibe about someone who had entered the store, and uh, 15 minutes later, a customer found her stabbed to death. And so my question is, what are we afraid to do that we need to do regarding the issue of the homeless? I understand it's complex. Not all the homeless are violent. Not all the homeless are mentally ill. But we have these situations where city, beautiful city streets now are filled uh, with uh, syringes and, and needles and feces and We have seen several violent acts within the past week, week and a half, perpetrated by homeless folks, one pushing a a woman in front of a a train in, in, uh, in New York City. What are we afraid to do that we need to do? What are our government officials, what do they need to do that they may be afraid to do that to, to, to start writing this wrong. This is, and, and of course, I, I immediately think of the lack of action by DAs and attorneys general. I think of uh, George Gascon, the DA in Los Angeles, his failures. Uh, Chase Bodine, San Francisco, his failures. Uh, uh, the New York County uh, District Attorney Alvin Bragg hasn't been on the job long yet and already causing problems and and uh what about the cook county state's attorney kim fox in in chicago what are we afraid to do that we need to do to protect the public and yet serve the legitimate needs of the homeless your thoughts area code 209-551-3483 209-551-3483. We'll continue the conversation in three minutes here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Modesto, the Kansas Avenue on-ramp to southbound 99. The ramp closed right now because of a uh, trailer that's stuck in the roadway. CHP's on scene to help get that cleared out of there. Uh, Your 205 ride through Tracy a little tied up as well. Delays from uh, before Grant Line, and they go all the way past Tracy Boulevard. That's your traffic. I'm Brian Stark. This report is sponsored by CaliforniaPaidFamilyLeave.com. This is your moment take it. Paid family leave can provide new fathers up to eight weeks of partial wage replacement to bond with your new baby. To learn more, visit CaliforniaPaidFamilyLeave.com. Moments matter. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack. Sure, you can post your job to some job board, but then all you can do is hope the right person comes along, which is why you should try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com radio. ZipRecruiter doesn't depend on candidates finding you. It finds them for you. Its powerful technology identifies people with the right experience and actively invites them to apply to your job. You get qualified candidates fast. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you what you're looking for. The needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job in ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. And right now, you can try ZipRecruiter for free. That's right, free at ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. ZipRecruiter.com slash radio. This hour of Mike Douglas brought to you by Transworld Business Advisors. 
diabetes, high blood pressure, anxiety meds, everyone's on them. If you're a 50-year-old male, maybe a bit porky, and you may even have type 2 diabetes, a million dollars of term insurance may only cost you about 200 bucks a month. Call Term Provider. Speak with Big Lou at 800-777-1225. Big Lou will find a term life policy for you even if you have type 2 diabetes or overweight or have high blood pressure. Term Provider has helped thousands of people like you who think they can't afford term life insurance. To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-777-1225. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-777-1225. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-777-1225. 800-777-1225. Need new hires in the new year? You need Indeed to help find your next hire. When you sponsor a post, you get a list of quality candidates whose resumes on Indeed match your job description. Visit Indeed.com credit. It's today's conversation for Stockton, Modesto, and beyond. beyond. Now, back to the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. And Mike Douglas back with you here serving as your concierge for conversation here on the Mike Douglas Show on Power Talk, 1360 KFIV. We've been talking about the suspect in the, in the horrible, violent stabbing murder of Brianna Kupfer down in uh, Los Angeles, uh, being discovered by citizens, identified by citizens in Old Town, Pasadena. Uh, he's been arrested, has an extensive history in California, the Carolinas, vandalism, trespasses, weapons, charges, and uh, apparently uh, homeless, and uh, may have perpetrated this murder. My question to you is, uh, what, are, what do you think we're afraid to do that we need to do? that serves the interest of both the public and the needs of the homeless as well. Let's find out what you think at area code 209-551-3483, 209-551-3483. Let's go to Modesto and Nancy. What are your thoughts, Nancy? Oh, hi. Thank you. Um, my idea, I heard it on one of the weekend shows with um the, the, some of the city council people, I believe. But anyhow, they said that, that we shouldn't give the homeless people money, that we're encouraging them to get drugs and alcohol and, you know, be on the streets, that, you know, we sh maybe like a, they said that we should give to the Gospel Mission and to the Salvation Army and some other really good charities. And then what I thought would be good is to do like a um, a kindness, to kind, be kind to the homeless, don't give them money, some kind of an ad campaign in the county or maybe the whole state, because it's just so out of control. And then, of course, you know, they need services. And I know Stockton has, like, everything right there, which I really thought that if the monies could go to one place with good people in charge that, you know, really could, you know, run the, um, the homeless people in an area where they had all the services they needed and um, kindness, and then we could give there, you know, and we'd know that, the state funds and federal funds, if they want to drop money, that it comes, you know, to that, those big cities where um, we have the services so that they're not on the streets. Because I'm in downtown Modesto. I walked five miles today just to fit in this thing. And um, there's, you know, a lot of a lot of people out there and a lot of garbage and it's just uncivilized. And they're, even if they're not committing crimes, they are polluting with, you know, the urinating and there's some pretty smelly places and you know right next to million dollar homes and you know we want to help them you know i don't think we should be mean but i don't think that we should just allow people to you know just hang out and and um, continue to you know pollute our our um, sidewalks and streets Good point, uh, Nancy, and and I think uh, what you bring up uh, also as an ancillary thought is there's a, a delicate balance between protecting the public and addressing the real issues involved. Nancy, thank you so much for your thoughts. Our number here, 209-551-3483. Let's uh, go up the uh, road a bit to Oakdale. Uh, May, you have some thoughts about uh, homelessness and how we need to approach that. What do you think? Well, thank you for um, allowing me to just share. I just wanted to 
make certain that, um, you know, we can hear about all of these um, events happening about the homeless, but it may not touch us. However, at any moment that we are um, not expecting it, um, it now comes across our life this week. Um, I have had two separate incidences that have brought that home. Uh, one, uh, we ha- have an office um, uh, up in the uh, capital area, and um, I was talking with someone in their car, of which a homeless individual came up to knock on the window and then went and um, after the um, during the conversation, she interrupted to say to him no, um, to send him away. Uh, he then went and perched by the front door of the office um, where uh, this person was going to have to go through. So, uh, again, something just as simple as that, going into an office building, you can be encountered by someone that uh, takes it upon themselves to enter your space, if you want to call it that. Um, The second was a a more violent um, interaction. Um, This was a a person that uh, went in to use a public restroom uh, just some um, not too long ago. And um, a homeless individual uh, came into the restroom, ended up um, knifing the person and doing uh, great bodily harm to them, um, unprovoked, uh, and um, fortunately was arrested. Uh, But again, um, two incidents uh, just this week that highlight it could happen to any of us at any time. And, um, And what the answer is? Um, that's uh, challenging. Many, many minds need to come together to work on this problem. Yeah, exactly. Uh, a previous caller, uh, Nancy, was was talking about you know supporting those nonprofit, uh, those ministries that minister to the homeless. Uh, but uh, obviously, we're not dealing with the subject with the challenges in a way that is universally solving the problems, as you say, as you pointed out, and you gave uh, two uh, examples in, in your sphere of uh, influence there. We've had these examples of late of the violence that's happening, and, and again, there is that delicate balance between protecting the rights of the public and protecting you know, the, the rights and addressing the real needs of the homeless. And it just, uh, it seems like throwing, and this goes back to Nancy's call as well, just throwing money at the problem is not... Uh, I don't. I don't think the answer. I think we need to dig a lot, uh, a lot deeper. No simplistic answers, but it's something that we need to uh, give a lot more attention to. May, thank you so much for your call. Very much appreciated, and and the stories that uh, that you have to share as well. Uh, going back to to one of the points of one of the callers, you know, when when I encounter people on the street that want money, uh, I don't give them money if they're hungry, uh, and there's. Uh, uh, eatery nearby, I'll buy him a meal. Uh, and uh, several friends, pastor friends of mine, carry uh, gift cards to uh, local eateries as well. Uh, but uh, to just give folks money, to throw money at them individually, or just to throw money at the problem isn't working. It is not working. People are dying uh, because of this, and, and we must find uh, better better solutions to this and may is right we need to involve all parts of the community more coming up on mike douglas show we'll also talk about jobs coming up in five minutes here on power talk 1360 kfiv the mike douglas show every weekday at three on power talk 1360 kfiv Conquer your New Year's resolution to be more productive with the Before Breakfast podcast. In each bite-sized daily episode, time management and productivity expert Laura Vanderkam teaches you how to make the most of your time, both at work and at home. These are the practical suggestions you need to get more done with your day. Just as lifting weights keeps our bodies strong as we age, learning new skills is the mental equivalent of pumping iron. Listen to Before Breakfast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now, from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Eastbound 120 Manteca tied up today. Main Street 299, while South 99 after that, leaving 120, you're on the brakes all the way out to Main Street in Ripon. Eastbound 205 through Tracy, uh, slow from 11th Street to MacArthur Drive. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Panera. With Panera's You Pick 2, create your perfect meal with over 465 pairings to satisfy every mood. Feeling fresh? Hello, Asian crunch salad. Feeling bold? Yes, Thai chicken soup. Panera, the familiar made fantastic. $1 delivery on their app. What do you get when you cross an MBA, veteran, and mortgage expert? Plenty to chew on, that's what. Catch Real Estate Jerky with host Ed Farco and his trusty sidekick, Marlene Champlin, every Saturday at noon and Sunday at 10 a.m. Spicy. New medical technologies are here and they're game changers. If you're suffering with never-ending pain from old injuries and stubborn arthritis, it's Trevor Carey. Listen, if you've been told surgery is the only way to get relief from knee, shoulder, hip, or back pain, stop. We got new options at Modesto Physical Medicine. You owe it to yourself. Check out these powerful treatments, and here's why. New scientific development have led to regenerative cell therapies. They restore damaged tissue without the pain and that downtime from surgery. Modesto Physical Medicine treatments take place right in the office. You walk out after your appointment. You get on with your day. There's no missed work, no long periods of recovery. Patients around Modesto are celebrating the results, and you can be next. Call for your free consultation at Modesto Physical Medicine. They're just blocks north of Memorial Hospital. Hospital in Modesto. Call 209-838-3434. That's 838-3434. Call now, 838-3434. The sooner you get started, the faster you'll feel the amazing relief. Call now, 838-3434. Jackson Hewitt needs you to know three things about filing taxes this year. One, there are thousands of dollars worth of new tax credits on the table. Two, you have to file for them to make sure you get the right amount. Three, a Jackson Hewitt Tax Pro will help track down every credit you deserve. Tax credits for being a parent, taking care of a parent, going to school, and so much more. You don't want to miss out on thousands. Jackson Hewitt knows that. Discover thousands in tax credits and get your biggest refund guaranteed. Learn more at jacksonhewitt.com. Think you can handle another iHeartRadio True Crime Week? With thousands of true crime podcasts to choose from, finding your next case to binge can be a little intimidating. Lucky for you, our investigators are on the scene with an entire lineup of podcasts to get you started. From stone cold killers to cold cases waiting to be cracked, including the new iHeart podcast, The MLK Tapes. He never confessed. Open the free iHeart app and search True Crime to start your next podcast obsession. iHeartRadio. Discover music, radio, and podcasts you'll love. This report is sponsored by Roto-Rooter. No job is too big or too small for Roto-Rooter. So put their 80 years of experience to work for you 24-7, 365. Don't start your new year with a plumbing issue. So call your local Roto-Rooter today at 1-800-GET-ROTO or online at rotorooterca.com. Sunny all around today with highs in the mid-60s. A few passing clouds overnight and chilly temperatures, but a mix of sun and clouds heading our way tomorrow as well. Mid-60s once again with light wind. The Trevor Carey Show. Amen. Follows Mike Douglas every weekday at 4. Well said. On Power Talk 1360 KFIV. And welcome back to this beautiful Thursday afternoon here in California's Central Valley. So happy to have you with us. Always a great privilege to offer you this opportunity uh, to be live and local so that we can capture your input, your thinking, and we so much appreciate your willingness to rationally and reasonably and respectfully talk about the issues of the day that are affecting us right here in California's Central Valley. And of course, one of the issues we've just been talking about is uh, the, the homeless issue, which is complex. There is not just one class, so to speak, of, of homeless persons. It's, uh, it, it, it's a convoluted, complex issue, no easy answers. But we have to be, I think, digging deeper into how we solve some of these problems so that we don't see young ladies, 24 years old students that uh, are being stabbed to death by homeless people with rap sheets a mile long. This is just absolutely insane. And uh, there, there must be something we're missing 
and we need to keep uh, pursuing it. Uh, let's find out what you think. Area code 209-551-3483. 209-551-3483. Kathleen from Modesto has some thoughts about uh, solutions to the problem. Hi, Kathleen. What are your thoughts? I think that uh, we have to allow the homeless people to use uh, the word out and and in their phrase as they'd like to use, which is they want a way out. And we should allow them to use this word even before they they become homeless, um, when they can see that they're about to be homeless in the coming weeks, that they should be allowed to say, I want out. I want out of this homelessness threat, and I want out of being homeless and uh so um and i think that the way to to do that is to uh have private persons come up with their own private um way of giving a homeless person one by one a way out and or if they can take on a, a homeless family then to give a homeless family a way out but that that that's that's the terms that would be offered the way out would be offered and um and i think that um this cannot be done by the government it has to be done by a private person and the, because the government has gone wrong with the social workers uh telling and this is even private social workers but the social workers do not allow the word out to be used they the people have to be independent and independently uh, help themselves, pick themselves up by their bootstraps. And the problem is that the, most of the people that are homeless have learning differences, and those uh, there are adults with learning differences, and they're being exploited uh, before they're ever homeless, and they're being exploited while they're homeless. A lot of them don't even choose to take drugs, but they're in the circumstances of drugs and are forced into using the drug usage. And um, so that's the real truth about what's going on with the homeless people. They really are, uh, I think over half of them really are adults with learning differences that are being exploited before they ever become homeless. And that's the real explanation on why they're homeless is because they were exploited. And um, Just just to clarify, Kathleen, in, in in your thinking here, uh, who is who's doing that exploiting? Who just very quickly? Oh my goodness! Um, you know, uh, even banks, uh, the way their uh, policies are, and PG and E, the way their bill collecting is. Somebody can can run up your bill or something, and some things get out of hand, and then you know you get cut off from the service hmm. because of what somebody else did. And it's true that. Uh, a person uh, that does not have learning differences can handle that and can be a better person for it. But the, it's also true that the person with the learning differences cannot overcome that and not make the same mistakes that got them into that problem. Uh, right, and, so and, and exploited yeah, ca- kind of by ca- their peers. Kathleen, I, I I've got you, and 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 I uh, appreciate you answering my answering my question. That helped me understand your comments a little better. Uh, Kathleen, thanks so much for the call. Kathleen, saying, well, you have to consider uh, really uh, these cases on an individual basis, as she identified issues of learning disabilities, and I would add to that uh, mental illness, uh, drug use. Um, I would respond a little bit to your comment about um, the, you know, everyone has choices to make. We all have choices. And I, I think one of the problems that we deal with in our culture today is that we no longer hold the individual responsible for the consequences of their own choices. Now, as, uh, as Kathleen pointed out, sometimes those choices are hard to make if uh, mental illness is involved, uh, if drugs are impairing the ability to make good choices. But 
Ultimately, we all need to be held responsible for our actions. Choices do have consequences, and I think that needs to enter into it as well. But that needs to enter into the, enter into the equation in elementary school. We need to be teaching our children that choices have consequences. And part of being a good citizen is recognizing that we obey the law. So I, I think uh, I'm, I'm thinking through Kathleen, your comments, that we need to go way back, first of all, into the family unit where citizenship needs to be taught, and uh, then in uh, schooling as well, where good citizens need to be formed. And I'm not sure we're doing a good job of that today. And many years later, 5, 10, 15, 20 years later, we see the consequence of not training our children on how to be good citizens, how to be productive members of society. And part of that is, it's not all about me or you. The world does not revolve around me or you. And that comes back to the kind of worldview that you have. And uh, so I, I, I believe uh, Kathleen just uh, stirred up in me the, this, this issue of training up children properly. And part of that, both for parents and for the educational system, is teaching what it means to be a good citizen. Of course, the problem is, if the parents aren't being good citizens and the teachers aren't being good citizens, well, there we go. We, uh, we have a problem. Again, not minimizing the challenge here. There are many reasons for homelessness. And I think one of the problems that we have is this sensitivity towards words, uh, especially the woke folk. Uh, well, we can't use the word homeless. All right, what, what, what words do you want? And, and you get this long explanation. Listen, let's just call it what it is. They don't have a home. They're homeless. And that's not, a, that's not to demean anything. It means they're homeless. They have no home. And so let's quit quibbling about the verbiage and let's deal with the problems. And uh, again, I um, no easy answers. Recognize that. And appreciate that as well. Our number here, 209-551-3483. Let's go back to Modesto. And uh, Jim, uh, Jim, what are your thoughts about the challenge of homelessness? Well, it, it, it seems to me I see them all the time in the canal right across from where I live. And it, I see them there day and night, morning. I used to see them when I worked for the county. They'd roust them up, you know, behind the old scenic drive hospital. But to me, I mean, I only see mainly white people, some blacks. I never see Hispanic homeless. I never see uh, Asian homeless. I never see people from India that are here legally homeless. I never see those groups of people and those cultures. So there must be a connection between those groups and other groups. And I think if we try to find out what the difference is, we could work on that and then maybe derive from that a, a way to solve the problem. I, I mean, it's got to be something inherently different. Uh, yeah, where, where I agree with you is that we need to identify the roads that lead to homelessness, and there are many. Uh, I'm not sure that uh, I would say it has to do with uh, races or, or cultures, but it certainly has to do with where you came from, your value system, your worldview, and, you know, like uh, the previous caller said uh, one or two callers ago, it may be a loss of job, for example, and uh, just can't pay the rent, can't pay the mortgage anymore. Uh, but, Jim, thanks for your comments. Appreciate that. Uh, appreciate that very much. All, all coming down to how do we appropriately address the problem that's so complex. Uh, let's uh, take one more call on this, area code 209-551-3483. Uh, to uh, Stanislaus County, we go in Debbie. What are your thoughts, Debbie? My thoughts are I'm ready to cry. Do we understand in the state of California 
how many millions and millions of people are homeless, even with their families, that have lost their jobs, not at something they did wrong, but they were just told, your job isn't needed anymore. We're on, a, we're on the beginning. We're just on the tip of what's going to happen to us in the state of California in our whole country. We're on the very edge of a cliff right now, and we have not got the right to make such rash communications with one another about why people are homeless, saying they're mentally ill or they're on drugs or they're this, that, or the other. There are tens of thousands, millions of reasons. We need to start looking at that and open our hearts and our minds. Yeah, De- Debbie, let me, let me uh, hey, yeah, hang, hang on just a second because I, I, I want to come back to a comment you just made. Are there homeless people who are drug addicts? Didn't start. They didn't start out that no, way. No, 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 no. Just, 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 just yes or no. Are there homeless people who are addicts? I don't think they are at their decision, though. It's De- very Debbie, complex. It's okay. not that simple. All right, we're we're. we're <laughs> Let, we let have me try. to be Christians. I thought that's what we were, or are, excuse me. Well, no, no, I, I just, see, see what, what's happening, we're doing a broad brush here in reverse. And, and Debbie, let, let, me just, let me just call it the way I see it. There are homeless who are drug addicts. There are homeless who are mentally ill. There are homeless who are homeless because they've lost their job. There are homeless who can't pay the utilities anymore and just can't afford to live in a, a place anymore. There are homeless who have been part of family groups that have uh, kicked them out. There are a variety of different reasons for homelessness. What I'm, what I'm trying to point out is to say and to excuse and to deny any one of those factors is to not treat the problem Head on. And so uh, my encouragement, and Debbie, thanks for your call. I appreciate that. Uh, my encouragement, though, is that we have to deal with reality. And uh, and, and, and I, uh, Debbie was making the point, well, they may be drug addicts, but it's not their fault. Not the way they started. No, 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 no. The, the, the guy who stabbed Brianna Kupfer to death has a rap sheet and he has a violent history, and that's the reality. Let's deal with it head on. How he got there doesn't make a whit of a difference to Brianna Kupfer. She's dead now. So let's deal with what's real. I'm not yelling at you. I'm not upset with you, Debbie. I'm upset with the issue. Want to make that clear. All right. Mike Douglas Show continues in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Our phone number, maybe the coffee's getting to me. Our phone number, 209-551-3483. Back in three minutes here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. The Mike Douglas Show, every weekday at 3 on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Power Talk 1360 KFIV traffic. Now from the J&J Heating and Air Traffic Center. Eastbound 120 Manteca tied up today. Main Street to 99, while South 99 after that, leaving 120, you're on the brakes all the way out to Main Street in Ripon. Eastbound 205 through Tracy, uh, slow from 11th Street to MacArthur Drive. For the latest on the Valley reopening, tune to news on 1360 AM KFIV. This report is sponsored by Walgreens. With low-cost Medicare prescription copays at Walgreens, you won't have a Medicare in the world. Plus, easy prescription delivery options for even less to Medicare about. Start filling your Medicare prescriptions with Walgreens and see how much you could save today. Hi, Mike Douglas here with Stu Gilman from Transworld Business Advisors. Stu, it has to be incredibly difficult and complex to sell a business. Well, Mike, it certainly can be, although we can streamline the process for business owners in a number of different ways. The first item that a lot of people are most interested in when they own a business is, A, can I sell it? And B, how much is it worth? Well, we can do that for them free of charge. We basically get some current financials as well as some tax returns, and we can look it over and tell them what we believe businesses like theirs could sell for. And so starting with that, 
Once they agree, we can go ahead and start the rest of our process that we manage from soup to nuts. Stu Gilman, Transworld Business Advisors. Help at your fingertips at 844-STU-4-U. That's 844-STU, the number 4-Y-O-U. Website's NorCalBizSales.com. That's NorCalBizSales.com. Hey, Mario Lopez here. COVID cases and new variants are unfortunately on the rise again. If you're experiencing symptoms, think you've been exposed or just aren't quite sure about that one gathering you attended recently, get a no-cost to patient COVID test at covidclinic.org. They have locations all throughout the state with rapid result testing also available. So visit covidclinic.org and find a location near you. It is easy, fast, and super safe covidclinic.org new to curiosity stream explore the world of caves miles underground yours is the first light ever to illuminate this cavern with wonders never before seen amazing watch the curiosity original underworld and did you know body temperature changes based on your emotions see how our feelings impact us in ways we never imagined in the science of emotions watch now on curiosity stream annual plans are just twenty dollars that's a dollar sixty seven a month visit curiositystream.com as life returns to normal our worries have not disappeared but evolved calhope offers free covid19 emotional support call 1-833-317-4673 or live chat at calhope.org today hey let's talk about jim crow 2.0 shall we and we're going to talk crime with california attorney general candidate sacramento county da Anne marie schubert 5 30 the trevor carey show 1360 kfiv and back with you here on the mike douglas show on power talk 1360 kfiv uh, earlier on i asked a question regarding uh, the issues of homelessness and in particular looking at this issue of brianna kupfer who was stabbed to death by a homeless man who had a rap sheet of Apparently very, very long and a history of violence. And my question was, the one I threw out to you is, what are we afraid to do that we need to do? Let me offer a quick observation that as as I'm mulling over the calls that have come in, I think one of the issues is we need to deal with what's real and deal with it without apology. That doesn't mean accusing people. That doesn't mean demeaning. It means let's deal with what's real with real solutions and not lose a spine over it and and be afraid to address reality. That's important, I think, in the process. All right, let's uh, let's continue on with your thoughts. Area code 209-551-3483. Ed from Lodi. <laughs> What do you think, Ed? Well, good afternoon. Um, well, I think a couple of things, and I heard you say a couple of things that I think are spot on. I think, I think uh, one of the unfortunate things, and we can't necessarily fix this quickly, but I think family is a huge problem in America. There's a lot of broken families. And um, the one gentleman who mentioned, well, you don't see other groups of people. A lot of times people I've noticed coming from other cultures into our cultures are coming as families. And so that might be a little stronger thing just naturally to them. Um, and I think, I think uh, another issue uh, that you mentioned, and I, I agree with that, I think there's a lot of economic factors. So with that being said, we're sort of like we're in the middle of a really bad cold. You don't just suddenly stop having a cold. It takes mm. time to heal and get better. And I know that's maybe yeah. a kind of a weak analogy. Good but one. the point I want to make is I think we can do maybe two things. And, and again, it's going to take time. But I think the first thing that we can do is start to um, create some kind of an infrastructure that deals with homelessness in general. And that can be very complicated. I mean, we've got to talk about, well, what are there some kind of facilities we could provide at some point that, that have, you know, there's a place that a person could stay that there is a, you can get clean, you can be taken care of with some safety, whatever, some shelter, that kind of stuff, maybe some provisions. But then once you uh, have done that, I think you also have to start, start taking some time in analyzing where are the root causes and are there ways that we can address these causes and I think uh, the thing is, human beings are complicated. 
and everybody's situation is probably somewhat unique. It's it's uh, I I'm, I don't like the one size fits all solutions that we right. seem to throw at everything. And yep. and the government wants to say, well, let's just throw a trillion dollars here and there. You know, it does cost money, but you've got to really think through this stuff. And I don't feel like an expert whatsoever on that, but I do think that uh, you know it, 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 if you get some infrastructure there and then start trying to sort out why things are happening. I think there's a way that you can winnow the problem down. And I do think you said something else about responsibility. That is something we're pretty weak on mm-hmm. in general. Yeah. And I and I feel that uh, you know that that's a big key. And it's not just for homeless, but unfortunately they're kind of that end of the road where that happens. Right. That and that so, goes anyway. That goes across the board. Ed, thanks so much for your thoughts. And by the way, uh, Ed mentioned uh, what are the root causes. Yeah, exactly. We need to be taking a look at that. Uh, let's take uh, one more call before we uh, before we end today. Uh, Dave from Salida, you're the last voice here today. What are your thoughts on what you've heard today? Well, I'll tell you, it's been it's been quite interesting because I've heard. I thought I would hear more people say such as you did you know personal responsibility that's where it starts and where it ends and and there isn't any anymore and and that's what i believe is part of what leads us to all this homelessness i mean one of the biggest things regarding homelessness we we never used to have near as much but we still had maybe even more poverty than we actually truly have now now everybody can wear 300 dollars tennis shoes and everybody's got a cell phone and, you know, the kids can't go with an old junk car. They've got to have a nice car. Um, the thing is, we allow anybody to do anything. And if you say any different, you're, 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 you're way out of line. You know, you, you can't have an opinion on anything. For myself growing up, that's what kept me in line. I might have done different things, but people say, hey, you can't be stupid. You can't do that. Hey, you can't come to school in your pajamas and your slippers. That's stupid. Now, if you were to say that to anybody... It would be so offensive they would throw you out. And so when people get out of school, they're not prepared for anything. And it's not always the ones just out of school. But I I think we learn so much, and that's what sets us up for success or failure down the road. Yeah, Dave, Dave, great great points. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Uh, Wow. Trevor Carey coming up at 4 o'clock. I've got to go. I'll see you tomorrow at four at 3 o'clock here on Power Talk 1360 KFIV. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.